0: Hi I'm Rebecca Roberts. Hi I'm Harriet Small. Welcome to Have You Got Five Minutes? PR comms and marketing podcast answering the things you'd normally ask someone really quickly about at an event or while making a brew in the office. Hello Harriet how are you? I'm good how are you? Yeah not too bad not too bad. So we're going to talk about that Bernie Sanders meme today aren't we? Yes that Bernie
1: Sanders meme. I think my favourite version of it is actually when he's just sitting there and he said this should have been an email
0: it shows just how mad the internet is really because overall there was just a lot we could take from the inauguration but that was the meme that I think a lot of us will remember well I don't
1: know I think I'll remember the Michelle and, and Kamala one more
0: I like the Hamilton ones actually with the two of them and, and Jill Biden as well and Amanda's in the mix as well Oh, that poem just like so good i just think as a like a young bright talent it was just perfect unless you've been living under a rock you couldn't have really missed a lot of the social media content over the inauguration and i i just love the fact it was so positive and hopeful
1: yeah i think we all need a bit of um
0: hope the bernie sanders stuff which was i guess bizarre and had less of a message behind it than all the other great stuff um but the fake ad that went out was just like a stroke of genius, wasn't it?
1: Yes. So Kerry Rose, from uh, who leads up Rise at Seven, created this fake ad um, of an Ikea chair. Um, and I actually shared it on LinkedIn because I was thinking, what is this? This looks really, really cool. Has Ikea done this? But yeah, it came up that actually Rise at Seven had created this as a hoax to show how things can go viral So good on them for doing
0: that. And I think if you've got a content plan that is so rigid that you could never jump on something or talk about something or share something inauguration that isn't a bit of fun or just sharing great content, then that's really restrictive. And it's like I always equate it to the NFL Super Bowl stuff. So everyone talks about like what's the best ad, but I always it's always kind of undermined by who had the quickest, like the funniest, wittiest kind of thing conversation on Twitter or other social platforms that was would quick the mark. So I just think any brand that wants to either celebrate something or share something in a funny way can they've just shown that's really kind of quick and easy way to do it.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes you've just got to be able to pick up those opportunities that are happening and just be able to like bring them into your comms quite easily. I think sometimes we do get a little bit scared about jumping on trends. It's like that um the one we've had recently, how it started, how it's going. And our comms team have used it as well, so it's just about having a bit of fun because sometimes you just need that
0: so today we were gonna spend five minutes on productivity, which I feel like's a really loaded question at the moment in lockdown isn't it but um but yeah what how do you approach it?
1: Well, so I started a new job in lockdown and I was like, okay right I'm gonna be productive I'm gonna like think of all these productivity hacks and and I and I got the um tomato timer on my phone and tomato timer works in blocks of time where you sort of do a task for like one hour and then you have a break for 15 minutes so I downloaded the app didn't give me the notifications that I needed so I was one hour and a half into it and I was like oh gosh all my timings have gone off so what I've started to do is just use the um timer on my phone and let that tell me one hour and then again I just do it 15 minutes and then I do it that way but I think also the challenge with some of these productivity apps they don't take into consideration how you feel because like for me I and I got burnt by I had meeting FOMO (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah tell us what you did in your diary
1: (laughs) yeah I was like well, they're going to measure my productivity by how many meetings I've got because they can't see me in the office. So that's the only way they're going to know that I'm doing work. What if I'm in every single meeting, what time am I going to write the comms? Yeah, so I got burnt by a meeting, FOMO. So I.
0: I think, like, when you've worked yourself or you freelance, you're a little bit more um, aware. And I wouldn't say, like, you develop the skills to do it because it's it's personal, it's up and down, depends on the day. You have to recognise what routine works for you to kind of get the most out of you and you mentioned the timing thing there which is really interesting so there's that Pomodoro technique which a lot of these timing apps are based on and it's like 25 minutes lots a lot of them and you chunk your day out based on that and whilst I like the idea of timing yourself like I'm a competitive person to do certain tasks I don't think it works for everything like there's some army research in the US that highlighted the fact that doing stuff in a 90 minute cycle within a 15 to 20 minute break afterwards is quite optimal because it follows your body's natural rhythm of rest and alertness but again I think sometimes you need to get lost in the work or have a, a long walk to have some creative space and then other things y- you can be really focused and time like focused to do stuff Um so I think it's a balance isn't it
1: yeah and I've realized that I can't really multitask that I can't do an email at the same time that I'm in a meeting where I need to be switched on I just can't do that so it, sometimes it's about really focusing on the one task getting that done and then going back to something else the other thing I've tried to do and I think this works really well is having the power list so really saying to myself at the beginning of the day what are the things that I really need to make sure I achieve so is it sort of setting up a meeting with x person is it making sure that that piece of comms is written and it's ready to go is it more about sort of looking at doing an audit or writing a paper and just say what are those things that by the end of the day I need to sort of achieved to make me feel like I've, I've gotten things done that day so yeah there's all different methods people use the power list I think as well is is just even trying to do comms in a pandemic is a nightmare because sometimes announcements are made on a Saturday and you're sort of thinking so do I need to log in on Sunday and make sure that everyone has this comms ready for Monday morning and that again throws off your sort of productivity thoughts and 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 that's part of working in a crisis and that's something that I'm sort of used to but but it's always at the back of your mind that there will always be another piece of comms to write there will always be another thing that I could do to make this better so when do I actually stop and have that
0: sort of Mental break from work. Because people's like commutes have stopped and a lot of people are working at home, it's such a big adjustment for a lot of people who haven't had to do that before. Because they're at home all the time, I think there's some data out that people are working on average forty five minutes more at least a day. As well as your work lists, for me, productivity is more than that. It's about life stuff as well. I think we've we listened to the same podcast that touched on some of this about that sense of control at the moment and how people aren't feeling very in control. So I feel like putting those things in around, well, I've sorted this, this and this little job, and I've done my food shop, and I've done this, and I've checked in with these people, and then I've done my work tasks. Like, for me, that gives me a sense of control, and I feel productive.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you say that, because I, I listened to that podcast on Monday with Bruce Daisley, and I think he he thinks sometimes I'm a stalker, but I'm one of his thousand true fans, and we'll leave it at that. Um, but he was on Stephen Bartlett's podcast and if you don't know Bruce Daisy, he's written the book Eat, Sleep, Work, Repeat. He also has a podcast. And I just like the way he talks about work and, and what we do at work and, and how we sort of think about work and the work that we do. And it's really interesting talking about sort of people finding that joy again in, in what you do because that's one of the things that I think you you do have to get a sense of, especially in this pandemic and working in comms because, and I know a crisis can overtake every piece of comms work that you've got that's strategic but it's about how do you find joy in the work that you do and and really getting back to the things that you love about your job. So, yeah, that podcast was really, really good. And I, if you're not subscribed to this newsletter, I would suggest you do because it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I definitely. think That's about that having that fun and and kind of flipping it back to that sense of being able to jump on social trends or, or joining conversations quickly. I've often found, even with teams that are like, Oh, we're so busy we have no time for any more work we're at capacity when it's something fun and creative we've all kind of thrown in extra time because we really wanted it to happen and we found joy from it so i i often think there's a balance of being able to have a bit of freedom and fun with some of the work that you are able to do thanks for joining us and everything we've mentioned will be in the show notes we're here to answer the questions you need answers to and talk about the pr communications and marketing topics you care about because we've got five minutes you can
1: DM us or contact myself, Harriet, at condoveracoffee.com and Rebecca at dragonfable.com
0: If you're enjoying the podcast, please do rate, review and subscribe so others can find us. Find
1: us on Twitter at Rebecca7Roberts and at HarrietSmallZ.